one. Yeah, yeah. Time for another pals podcast. Welcome back. Yeah. yeah. So it's good to hear what Mr. Scream thinks about that. Yeah. Oh, I'm not handsome, Dan. That's handsome, Dan. <laughs> hey, Peen, how's it going? Oh, it's great, Spay. We've had a, a long hiatus. Yes, long time no plot, but we're back. We're all back from our busy uh, side ventures and perhaps current main ventures for some people. Yeah, yes. <laughs> but it's good. Our ones of fans will be uh, happy to know where we've returned. Yes, the New York crew, uh, The pretty much only the New York crew will be happy that we're back. Yeah, for the most part. You haven't cultivated a nice SD crew out there on the West Coast? I tried, Spay. Uh, you know, our, our, our Comic-Con meetup kind of fell flat. Uh, yes. The last, I mean, the last Comic-Con where I was not going to go and we were never going to have a meetup. Yes, that one. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, I guess we did have a good Pals Podcast meetup at the uh, Coliseum in L.A. Yeah, that was spectacular. I still have those pics on my phone of a um, uh, uh, friend of the show, but not listener of the show, Jason Lax's uh, girlfriend <laughs> yes. just passed out on your lap. <laughs> with her he's, our media, he's our media consultant, <laughs> yeah, actually. With her thong showing and just... And then there's this other picture of that same... It's like a nice tailgate, like expensive tailgate. And two dudes are just plopped... Just passed out on the ground. Like, don't give a shit. We just got blacked out. Yeah, it's for the the game had just started. It's like the first quarter of the game, and they're just like blat done. Yeah, it's it's the real like upper class um, rich guy tailgate. Yeah, like you know, yeah, uh, catered. Have the bartenders serving drinks the whole time. Lots yeah. of uh, elderly gentlemen in expensive golf attire sitting with their uh, trophy wives with you know super tan, cosmetically altered skin. Exactly, and then just a couple of bros in uh, SC jerseys, just you know, cr- just crumpled up in a, on the floor underneath a table. Well, yeah. So this is why we need more pals podcast meetups, Bay. Yeah, I'm, I don't know when your when your next trip, next big trip out to the West Coast is going to be. We had a nice mini pals pod. Well, you know, me and the K Man went up to Atlantic City recently. That was a uh, fun fun time for pals. How were the prostitutes that were procured? I don't know what you're talking about. There was no. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it, it sounded like sounded like it was going to be a fun time with dudes. <laughs> there were some dudes. We went to a strip club, bear something. It was called. Um, it was. Uh, I mean, Atlantic City is not in a good way right now, just as far as the right. city. They closed two casinos recently. One open. Which which ones? There's one next to Borgata, which was open for like not even a year, and then closed. And. Oh, I read about that one. It was like a multi, multi, multi-billion dollar... It's just a complete failure. Yeah. A, a fiasco. And these things weren't, like, cheap to build. I guess it's stimulated the construction economy, but right. it was all, like, tried to be, like, a Class A uh, Vegas hotel, but... It was trying to compete with the Borgata, right? Like, the Borgata is, like, the cream of the crop I guess. as of now. I had never Atlantic. been there. None of it make Atlantic City does not make any sense whatever, like... Borgata and then this other thing that they built are in, like, the swamp marshes, like, inland. The whole point of Atlantic City, you've seen Boardwalk Empire. Yeah, the Boardwalk. Yeah. It's in the title. You have 
this awesome beach, like very underrated. Like if you look at it, it's very wide, it's big, and you have the ocean and a boardwalk and all that stuff. Now, granted, you know, it's you get winter in New Jersey, but they built hundreds of millions of dollars worth of uh, tourist attractions away from the one thing that you have that's unique to Atlantic City. It's not just Borgata too. Like the is it Harrah's, Harrah's is, is moderately nice, and, and that's not on the boardwalk either. Like it, anything nice is not on the boardwalk. Yeah, there's there's like three sections. Like the Borgata is this new section, which is the worst part. I mean, it's in the middle of nowhere, and it's I guess cheap to build, but I mean, there's no other houses nearby. But yeah, then there's the marina area where Harrah's and one of the Trumps are, and then yeah. we were at the Trap the whole time, which is right on the boardwalk. But and like the neighborhoods, all these houses that were at one time, like before the casinos and everything, were million dollar beach homes, are now like shit. And then if you go down, like you know, it's like a barrier island. And if you just hop right over to the next one, that's maybe twenty minutes away, but is like physically separated from Atlantic City. Right. They're back to being million dollar homes that like rich people from the Philadelphia suburbs buy. Right. It's completely. That was not the area where we were for Will Young's uh, bachelor party, though. No. Oh, that's right. You did go to Atlantic City before. You saw it. You've seen its charm. Yes, I, I've enjoyed it. That's when we went to Har. I mean, we went to the Harrah's, and I was like, "This is, you know, this is pretty, pretty nice." Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, what's but really- then every, everywhere we went, everywhere we went on the uh, boardwalk was pretty dumpy. Yeah, boardwalk is is a pit. Atlantic City was good. I kind of we did uh, we did a lot of crabs gambling, and I think oh, did you win some Melios? No, we just we stayed. Uh, oh, did I win any Melios? I thought you said that I go to Emilio's, and it was like Emilio. No, we, um, <laughs> we we just stayed in the trap the whole time. I didn't win much. It was up a little bit, but I mean it's just blackjack, and then we did craps. But I kind of screwed myself because the first night there, um, we ended up just like in like on this craps area on this table where there's a lot of action, and it was all these young guys that were like almost like college kids, and they kept ordering beers like four at a time. And I ended up getting separated from the K-Man and uh, non-New York AJ. There's another AJ that was there. Yeah. And uh, um, he's a non, non-New non York AJ is a lot like AJ, except he's about like half the size, but he's also an Indian dude. Yeah. Uh, like half AJ. Anyway, um, so I was like separated, like in, but like just to find a place to, to gamble. And I was next to just like these four frat dudes. And uh, they just kept pouring beers in, so I'm like, and they came in like you know little plastic cups. So I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll party with you guys, and just started slamming beers down. <laughs> Next thing I know, it's like fast forward, and that was at like two in the afternoon. Next thing I know, it's like that evening, and we're trying to do. I mean, you got to get your your entertainment value's worth. So of course the casino's open all night, or it's like four p.m. or you know four a.m. And then I finally make it back to the hotel, and I'd also chug the apple arita because they're delicious. Of course. And uh, that kind of ruined my next night. Like, I couldn't get up. Like, it was like, I don't know. Came in, in was disappointed that he was kicking me, and I was just passed out. <laughs> it sounds like a fun time with pals, though, Spag. Yeah, it was just, uh, you know, we, we got our maximum value in there, and I took the train like a luxurious boss. I've never taken another bus. I don't care how cheap. In in business class, or did you did you do the, the coach ticket? It was a coach ticket. Okay. But the seats are still uh, pretty nice. Like, a, like they're spacious, and you can plug in your phone, and you can just sit there and ride in luxury and, you know, watch some Netflix or whatever. Right, yes. Yeah, it's pretty chill, and uh, I don't care. How's never taking the train up to New York City? I have done that as well. Oh, okay. In fact, I was just up in New York City visiting uh, the, the the parents, and we saw ah, yes. a wrestling match in Madison Square Garden, Grapple at the Garden. Fun time. Sounds very exciting, Spay. Fun time with wrestling fans. 
I haven't been keeping up. How is Yaroslav's wrestling blog going? Oh, you know, I'm still putting out nice charts and graphs and commenting on the wrestling season as it progresses. How is the uh, how is the traffic? Uh, traffic has died off a bit, but uh, I suspect it will pick back up when I uh, do what should be really easy that no other media outlet seems to be doing because there's no professional coverage of the sport. <laughs> and just like put a bunch of data that's already out there into a pivot table and then so click a few buttons. Fox, Foxcatcher hasn't uh, hasn't spurred the nation's interest in uh, amateur wrestling. I guess not. I guess the rebound or the the renaissance is still on its way. Here's my review of Foxcatcher. Or maybe maybe it should be uh, maybe it should be this. <laughs> oh, it's like a three a three puke puke. Uh, yeah, just a little fun with the soundboard there. It was okay, movie. I've seen some pretty shitty situations in my life, but nothing has ever sucked more ass than this. Yeah, I mean, it was a, it was an interesting movie. Uh, I watched it uh, by myself in a theater, like the Art House Theater in Sherlington. Well, that's the way to do things. That's the way to go see a movie. Well, I thought I'd be able to buy a beer and bring it in, but you couldn't. It's not like the E Street Cinema in D.C. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they sell you giant Foster's cans of beer for some reason. It's like, you can buy a little... I don't know why you didn't just wait, because uh, the Draft House always has all of the Oscar nomination movies. Uh, speaking of the draft house, I did see uh, an Oscar nom thing. They they weren't didn't I didn't see Foxcatcher on the uh, what you call it on the docket up, up, upcoming. Yeah, I think it's because it's it well, it didn't got, get nominated for best. It didn't get nominated for best picture. Yeah, and it just got released. I mean, I don't think they would be able to buy it the rights to to show it cheaply. I don't know. They usually find a way. All right. Well, if it's not if it's not like a big a big name movie. Okay. Well, I didn't realize you ran the Arlington Cinema Draft House. Now. I'm looking here right now, Spade. They've got Gone Girl, Boyhood. Boyhood came out like two weeks ago. Sure. Yeah. Two weeks. That's it. Fourteen days ago, you could go to the regular theater and see Boyhood. You you literally could. Fine. Great. Oh man, you get Jim Brewer coming and Dan Soder. I saw who's Dan Soder. He's uh, always on. Um, he's always on Opie and Anthony. I feel like they want him to take over for Anthony. Ah. Are they? Gonna... I would actually. I'd go see him. He's uh, he's really funny. Are they going to continue that show now that uh, Anthony Cumia is gone? They signed a new contract, uh, and then they basically just took a small portion of Anthony's salary and gave Jim and Opie a raise. And they said they were going to keep doing it without Anthony. Yeah. Hmm. That kind of goes their blows their whole fear, their their uh, explanation of like we have to continue the show after they fired Anthony because we have a contract. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, their contract was up, like, two months after that. Yeah, I thought the idea was then, then when it's up, then they'll they'll negotiate, yeah. get him back. Opie, Opie just wants the money. I guess so. Oh, man, you have a bunch of good people coming. Bob Kelly is coming. Uh, Bob Kelly. Is he another Opie and Anthony? You may remember him from Louie. He did the, uh, he ate the gangbang with, uh, with Louie. He ate the, oh, that guy. <laughs> yeah, the fat guy. Yeah, when they were, like, uh, Indian, Italian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly that guy. He's he's on a few other episodes. You got Nick DiPaolo coming. You got a lot of good people coming. Nick DiPaolo's good. It's uh, they called yeah. it a bang bang by the way, not a gang bang. Bang bang, yeah, bang bang. Sorry, <laughs> you want to do a bang bang? Um, a gang bang is what we fed Will Young the uh, the McChicken plus double cheeseburger. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Good old Phil Young. Have you heard of? Have you heard from Phil lately? No, no. Is he just gonna? He may as well be. He may as well be dead to us. 
just disappeared off into the yeah. the nether region of Tennessee. Yeah, I'm doing a quick YouTube search to see if he's posted any new any new law stuff, but it doesn't appear he has. Hi, I'm Will Young Esquire. <laughs> I love the law so much, I got a law degree. <laughs> I'm willing to bet we'll see Will Young again, but it'll be on one of those uh, commercials saying if you've been exposed to meso- me- mesothelioma. <laughs> I don't know. That's too big and complicated for Will Young to actually handle. He'll find an angle. He'll get his dad to help. <laughs> well, we should do a quick catch-up on the pals. Uh, of course, Newsman Ogle has had some big news. He's far too busy to show up here yeah. for the podcast. Let's go but... around the uh, the horn in absentia. But uh, big news from Newsman Ogle. He's, uh, he's settling down and putting down roots, and he... Uh, Found that special someone to share the rest of his life with. Yes, yes, exactly one year after they first got together. Ooh, that's good. That's just good timing. Yeah, yeah. And then he decided uh, to take all his hopes and dreams and just flush them right down the toilet. Yeah, just flush them right down the toilet. <laughs> He's already living the life, though, Spay. All the dreams are coming true. I mean, he lives in uh, in luxurious North County, San Diego. Does he have a new... So uh, he was living with that UCLA football guy, right? Yeah, now they uh, they they've shacked up. The two they're cohabitating. Yes, cohabitating. Trentman uh, also viewed the the uh, domicile. Oh, did he visit out in the? Yeah, he visited like the the weekend after they moved in. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they better like each other. It's not the biggest of apartments, <laughs> but um, now did they both work at it, the same place? They used to. I think she's going back to school, and Ogle is uh, at the Lululemon. Uh, down the street from me. Hmm. That's the, um, well, okay, no judgment. Um, yeah. Sounds fun. Yeah. And then in other marriage and pals news, uh, of course, the star of uh, our theme song oh, yeah. is, is engaged to be hitched. Ooh, and I have a nice uh, tidbit there. Uh, I, saw, I saw JB BJ uh, last week, and uh, he asked me if I would do a reading at the wedding. So prepare Prepare for oh, good. Some, It'll be a nice religious wedding. Yeah, prepare for a nice read. I don't know if I'll get invited. Um, he said Weigel was definitely invited, so... Well, can you put in some good words for me? Yeah, are you going to fly all the way over to D.C.? I'll fly there. All right. I fly out to everyone's wedding. Leave the baby at home? Uh, yeah, most likely. Yeah, or just stuff it in the carry-on. No, no big... Yeah, so tell JP he'll have fun keen, and it'll be a fun time for everyone. <laughs> Fuck Keen without the ball and chain. Yeah. Drunk Keen. I heard. Uh, I heard he's gonna. Actually, it'd be even better if. We, I mean, if if we may just give the baby to like one of our get her, fly one of our parents down and then both fly out to D.C. Oh yeah. So you have to fly. Actually, it doesn't even matter. We can come to D.C. and bring the baby and just leave her with Wilson. Oh will Wilson take care of that. You know, of course. Uh, Blair's mom and dad. Uh, one of them would probably just like drive up and take it, right? Clearly. Yeah. Yeah. See, I, I'm not kidding. I'll come to the wedding. All right. I, JP has less loyalty to the fraternity as as other people, so I don't know if he would do what I did, where I just invited everyone. Right. But I strongly doubt he'll do that. Uh, I don't know. He should invite. Uh, should be a decent crowd. I mean, he's got to. Yeah, I don't. He, but he's not going to invite like Pavero. Uh, Malone. <laughs> Yeah, Malone. <laughs> How great would that be if you just did it just to, like, grind Malone's gears? <laughs> I think it'd be hilarious. It'd be like, now you have to hear from me. <laughs> I don't think he'll invite, like, uh, Erickson. Uh, yeah. I, probably not. Maybe Pickens, yeah. but just because he got invited to Pickens' wedding. Yeah. Well, uh, I invited JP. What's that? I invited JP. JP didn't go, though, did he? 
Uh, I don't think he did. He was one of the only ones that didn't go. I seem to recall no JP there, except there yeah, was sort of negative. There was TE, so congrats on <laughs> congrats on inviting a person who brought with them one of the worst people we've ever met. I forgot all about TD. Um, what's her name? Laura Good. She hasn't been uh, around anywhere. I don't think. She lives in Greece. Oh, well, there you go. That's probably yeah. why. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, so again, put in a good word for me, Spay. All right. Uh, I'm counting on you. Do what I can. I'll even put up with the long, terrible... She's Irish Catholic, too, I assume, judging from the hair color, so... Yeah, she's definitely... going to be yeah. nice and long. Yeah, but I don't think it's going to be... I mean, uh, JP hasn't gone to a church service, like, I think, since before college. He went during college, I thought. He's not like Weigel that is related to the leading Catholic lay theologian. Yeah, but I seem to remember him going to Mass and stuff on, like, getting the, the ashes or whatever on his face. Mm. Yeah, maybe to appease Mitzi, but... I, uh... Plus, his, his parents are, are big wheels. They're going to want a nice national cathedral wedding. Chances of him having the wedding in the National Cathedral, I think, are exceedingly slim. But uh, JP's basically local royalty. <laughs> Didn't you know you went to Georgetown Prep? You're overestimating a little bit. Uh, <laughs> they live in they live in the Tony suburb of Chevy Chase, but of course, uh, I don't know how uh, big wheeled they actually are. But we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, JP himself is a big wheel. I'll just settle for an open bar. I don't really give a shit. Like weddings themselves are. <laughs> Completely besides well, that's the, well, that's what I've always said. Yeah, just have a wedding, an open bar. Yeah. Or he, he should just do what uh, a friend of the, uh, the podcast, uh, Plick, did up in New York and just uh, have a, a civil union at the courthouse and then uh, rent out a bar. Yeah, that would be the way to do it. That, if you ask me. I mean, no one no one leaves unhappy from those type of weddings. But then as soon as you start inviting all the relatives and have places for them to sit and fucking finger food and all that other bullshit... Yeah. Uh, as soon as you give somebody something to complain about or, or a, a realization that there is a different way of doing things, that's when the complaints start coming. Yeah. Yeah, so a lot of unions happening. I assume Weigel is only a waiting game at this point. I assume. I think he's just going to wait a uh, respectable interval and then take the plunge himself. Yeah, and then there's no one left except you. So. <laughs> uh, what are you, my mom? Oh, hey, ha. Haven't you been trolling the ladies over at uh, Kitty O'Shea's? Oh, new Kitty O'Shea's. That's actually probably we should have let off with this big news. Uh, I, I ran into Danny Publican. Well, he owns the place. He's a uh, co-owner now. He's there all the time, I assume, right? Uh, yeah, I see him outside ripping butts, just chilling. Um, but it's not the new that Instead of calling it new Kitty O'Shea's or Titty O'Kays, like they should have called it, uh, it's just called the uh, Celtic House, or the Celtic House, I guess. But it's basically, you know, Kitty O'Shea's. Yeah, different... Uh, it, much, it probably, much, did he, did, I assume he just reused the decor of the old one. No, no, they redid every all this stuff. Oh. I mean, the, the layout, I think, is pretty much the same. The bar's in the same place. Uh, they added a couple more TVs. The place is a little bigger, too. Much bigger than the old Kitty's. Yeah. And it, the, the old Kitty's was like, it felt like you were just in some dude's like living room. He'd set up. Oh yeah, I pulled it up on Yelp. I'm looking at the because uh, I used to eat at that Thai place. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it looks a lot better. Yeah, this is much better than Kitty O'Shea's. This is like uh, Four Corpse Junior now. Oh, nice. Yeah, I mean, it, uh, I really got a feel for Pete Brennan's because it's just gonna fucking crush that place. Well, Pete Brennan sucks. It does kind of. Suck. Law Bar and Grill was crushing Pete Brennan's. The last time I was in Pete Brennan's, they had a dubstep DJ. Ugh. Who was there? Were there people there? 
there was like a few people, but it was basically like, you know, when bars go through that phase where they hire like uh, some like marketing person to just drum up business and they just kind of like throw shit at the wall to see what sticks. Yeah. And they're in that phase already. Well, that's what they, they've done since they opened. Yeah, they're just going through all this wall. Now we'll do this. Now we'll be this kind of bar and just kind of anything that will bring in people and so they can sell booze. But it's. Yeah, but their food's always sucked. And Yeah, I had their rashers one time. It was fine. Guess. Yeah, but wouldn't you always choose Celtic House or Pete Bran- um, or uh, Billy Jess over Pete Brennan's? Yeah. And Lost Dog. Like, there's so many choices you would go to first. I would even go to the bar at Arlington Cinema and Draft House, that, like that side bar. Oh yeah, that grill. I'd, I'd probably I'd probably go there before I went to Pete Brennan's. They also opened up a Moroccan place on that corner. All right, so that was there last time I was in town. Uh, I would also go to the two um, Mexican places. Yes, so many op- so many options on the up and coming Columbia Pike corridor. Yeah, and the Cali Mex place, whatever. Oh, hey, speak- plus P-, P. Brennan's opened that place, thinking the streetcar was going to come in. Now they're yanking. <laughs> streetcar dreams crushed. I'm so excited about that. Actually, I'm not really. I have no 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 stake in this. I'm not a uh, uh, owner of property. Well, I probably would have driven your rent up. Not while they were building it. First of all, second of all, you know, like. You don't need any of that mass transit anymore, those little extra spurs, because Uber is 8 bucks, and it will take me to any metro in Arlington. Yeah, now that they canceled it, I can go ahead and say that uh, it doesn't make any sense oh. to build it. It makes, it makes sense in the, in the idea, at, as a former homeowner, all the money goes to North Arlington, and it goes to maintaining like the stupid orange line. You sound like one of those tinfoil hat people that comment on arlnow.com. Oh, all the it North Arlingtons like, get all of the all the benefits of everything in the South. They, they do. They do get all the benefits. They have more high schools. Their high schools better. Their schools are better. They have the metro line. The county invests all their money there. And it just so happens they that build all the brown people big live in South Arlington County. So I wonder why all of this is. Hmm? Well, we're slowly trying to push them out, right? <laughs> That's the long term strategy. Into, first into Arlandia. Arlandia. That's the whole point of Sherlington was is to push them push them out. That's not the point. The point is to develop and grow the tax base, and it just so happens that the people that move in and have money are usually uh, white or Asian. Yeah, and then the argument's always like, ah, oh, we need to make sure we have plenty of affordable housing. And there's all this they they always say market rate affordable housing, which just means crappy. Which that, that's why it's cheap. Yeah. Well, yeah, but and then and then the people that want the streetcar are like, oh yeah, we're just going to drive development. And then the people in North Arlington are like, yeah, but what about the market rate affordable housing? We can't lose that. Well, here's what they should have done: a, you just build actual metro tracks and bury them underground. And if that doesn't work, then you just give developers subsidies, and then they'll build a bunch of nice new homes, and people will live there. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> I mean, now that it's canceled, and I don't have to advocate for it, uh, the development was coming anyways. Yeah, so you just take in the cost would have been you know fifteen billion or whatever it is, and you just take that money and you spread it around, and all of a sudden you got a better neighborhood. You don't have to yeah, you don't have to dump it all into one. I mean, like taste venture that my old neighborhood was is already changed. Like if you walk through it or whatever, like there's all these big ma- like McMansions being put on like torn down houses. Yeah. Like that's it's coming. I'm sure the zoning you know, it's a lot different than has like a backlog of people that want to add an extra story to their dumb ramblers. Yeah, it's a lot different than when I when I lived at a luxurious twenty two hundred Columbia Pike, and that neighborhood wasn't wasn't full of movers and shakers like like after I bought it. Yeah, like the junior executives were actually just junior assholes. <laughs> exactly. Hey, whoa. Yeah, it is funny to think that uh, 
like back when you were here, uh, none of those new apartments and up. I remember parking to go to the Cinema Draft House, and even that place was like a dump. Like a oh yeah, the Cinema Draft House was a real dump. Yeah, before they put in the new chairs. You mean before they bought a bunch of uh, of, of chairs, uh, excess office chairs that they bought from some bankrupt office? Yeah, that really changed everything. But and you could also smoke in there, and it was just a disgusting, smoky. Oh, you mean that was totally awesome? I used to love smoking in there. A high ceilinged, smoky, you know, giant you know, like a room with a, a screen that showed crappy. Yeah. <laughs> Sm- smoking in the theater was really awesome, though. And, and the movies were only two dollars, so you didn't really give like no one paid any attention. Like the fact that they're yeah, now, they used to also have like the same movie for like four weeks because they were too cheap to rotate the the movies. Yeah. Oh man, and then the acts were never; they were all terrible. Yeah, and then you would have never gone, but we had two grocery stores where where Billy Jeffs and uh, and uh, Giant are now. Yeah, the food store. They were just the, the worst. Uh, it was like a Safeway and uh, um, and, a, and the old Giant. They were they were both the worst. Yeah, like the whole place was the worst. Yeah, it probably looks the same as it does, uh, or probably uh, you could just drive down Columbia Pike to the undeveloped part, like when you get closer to Bailey's Crossroads and that garbage land. Yeah. I mean, even there, some people have probably ill-advisedly built new high-rises, but... You know where that Popeye's is? Down by the creek? Yeah. They just built a yeah, giant yeah. community center. Oh, yeah, that was under... That was, I remember that being debated. That That's the bone that they threw to South Arlington. Yeah, it looks completely out of place. It's got this giant, like, subsidized gym, like a theater space. Uh, yeah, it's totally unnecessary. Yeah. And Arlington's also obsessed with building theater spaces. Like, who's going out to the theater? Um, you know the artosphere? Yeah, that's closing. The far- you mean the fartosphere? <laughs> hey, guess who manages the building that the artosphere is located in? I don't know. It must be someone very accomplished in his craft. Uh, just you know, big time property manager that gets you know giant buildings that are worth lots of money. <laughs> That'd be me. I forget. Is that the uh, is that the Le Meridian building or no? No, it's uh, so I got that new job. I think I told you about that, right? Yes. So, new job, new responsibilities. Uh, Same pay. Uh, I don't reveal those types of discussions, but uh, I did not make a lateral move. Ooh. How, why are you still in a junior executive? Because why would I move? It's a pain in the ass. Just move upstairs. I might. I did that. Nice view apartment. I have a view. With a balcony. I don't need a balcony. How are you supposed to blow butts? I don't blow butts. I vape. Sometimes you do. <laughs> I vape inside <laughs> with my vape pen. And I blow harmless water vapor out into the air. <laughs> uh, no, I got a view. I don't need a balcony. It's fine. Oh, moving sucks. Who's gonna, I don't want to move. I might upgrade my couch. Ooh. The uh, Calypso Blue $200 clearance item from uh, Furniture Value City, whatever, is uh, probably wasn't the best move. But, you know, I just dumped a few Hondos into my elliptical machine, so I wasn't looking to splurge. <laughs> Good point. Good point. Yeah. Maybe you get a bigger TV, although this one's yeah. big. Impress the ladies that you have over? I'm basically putting all my money into the premium package for cable that the deal just expired. So now my cable, bill's, cable bill is approaching $200 a month. And you chose not to just call them and threaten to cancel to set the price back? Oh, then I have to have a conversation with a stupid person on the other end. Just pay a service. There's services that'll do it. Pay someone to call Comcast on my behalf. Well, so you give them all of your bills, and then you tell you basically agree to split the savings with them. <laughs> if you're too lazy to do it, you send them like your cell phone bill, your cable bill, whatever, and you're like, hey, 
cut these prices. Sounds like a great way to fall victim to identity theft. Yeah, probably, but you're probably going to fall victim to that anyways. I guess so. Hopefully I stay off the radar of any uh, foreign countries looking to cyber hack me. Yeah, well, I mean... (laughs) That's what they'll hear when they try to hack into my mainframe. (laughs) I have booby traps and firewalls set up. Uh, yeah, you know who else works in that building besides the uh, artist folks who are about to be put out on their ass on June 30th when the place closes? Tommy Trantham? That's right! Yeah, Red, there must be so many power launches. Red Hunter himself. You know, he bought a red dog just to teach it to hunt with him. How many red <laughs> dogs do you know? Curly-haired red he, dogs. They're like... Uh, well, yeah. They're, well, I mean, the, the guy that was two doors down for me in Arlington had one. Your neighbor. Oh, really? Great. Thanks for, yeah. thanks for ruining my bit and stepping all over it. Sorry, Spade. He has a red dog. Has Tom moved into his ill-advisedly purchased Southern Maryland home yet? I don't believe so. I believe that is still... Uh, still. He seemed to have some regrets over that purchase. You know, when you get a chance to acquire a chunk of land in up-and-coming Calvert County at a good deal, <laughs> you go for it. The market was probably as low as it's going to go for a while. And he, and he made a move, but uh, I don't know. I, his commute would suck balls. Yeah, it didn't make any sense. I've, but. I've done that commute when I was going from Chesapeake Beach to uh, Tyson's, and totally, totally sucked. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd rather kill myself. Yeah, but uh, now he's in Roslyn going from uh, Alexandria, and I think it's, uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe if the, this little redheaded baby gets bigger and he needs more space to teach it sick, lax moves. Yeah, yeah, and how, how to murder animals as well. <laughs> His, uh, so I, when I first started, uh, and I found out that he that he worked there, because I was like, oh, this company sounds familiar. I went to go uh, just kind of like surprise him, and I went to his office. He wasn't there. He's got all these dead trophy animals just hanging up on the wall. Of course he does. That's exactly how I pictured his office to be. <laughs> just murdered animals just sitting there like it's, oh, no big deal. I just snuck up on this animal that was just minding its business and pumped it full of buckshot. <laughs> <laughs> snuffed its life before it had a chance to grow old. Yeah, I then butchered it and stuck it in my freezer, and then it got frostbite, and I had to throw it away. <laughs> I don't know who has, like, more meat that they're never going to eat, him or Weigel. <laughs> Weigel. When I live with Weigel, he had this, like, butcher nearby, or this, like, I don't know, uh, just independent meat shop or something, and he would just go, whatever they had on sale, he would just buy it. It's like a woman, like, going through, like, the clearance aisle or something. Yeah, he probably he probably just collected so much organ meat and then realized he couldn't eat it anymore. Yeah, it would just sit like wrapped in tinfoil in the freezer. Like the freezer was like ninety percent just meat. He would go and like get get a stupid bag of shrimp. Gross. <laughs> then he'd be like, "Oh, we got a lamb chop, a pork some chop. Uh, give me some chops of that. Oh, hey, great deal. Can't, can't, can't turn down four flanks of steak when you're selling it at that price." <laughs> in the meantime, there's not enough days in the year to cook all that food and eat it. Yeah. Meanwhile, I outsmarted everyone by just going to Subway and eating a sandwich like a normal person. Yeah, like Jared. <laughs> saw a good tweet where some guy's like, for the last 33 years, I've eaten a turkey sub from Subway and I've gained 107 pounds. <laughs> I, saw, I saw that also. Did you retweet that one? I retweeted. That's just a picture yeah. of him as a baby. <laughs> We've really been masters of Twitter lately, Spag. Yeah, crushing all sorts of people on Twitter. Yes, I've got so many followers now. Let's um, let's let's talk about your burgeoning career as a uh, uh, sports media humorist. 
Yes, Gwintelligence has really been taking off. Uh, as you pointed out, I, I created a yeah, I created series one of my Dong card series of uh, baseball cards. Yeah, so you actually you actually paid to get those printed up, huh? Yeah. How much does custom baseball cards cost? Eh, it's like fifteen dollars. Uh, pretty sure it's more than that. Oh, that's how much it is. Fifteen dollars. Yeah. For how many and how many different kinds of cards? Twenty. That's it. For twenty. Like twenty of each, or just twenty total? Just total. How many different cards do you have? Twenty. So you have one of each. Of each, each card. Yeah. And it was fifteen dollars. Exactly. And um, how much does it cost to get like expensive paper stock to put through your printer? Probably less. And you have a laser printer. I have a black and white laser printer. Oh, so you can only print black and white cards yourself. Yeah. So who does this uh, this printing? It's some app. What do you mean an app? Oh, you mean you just download it and then it comes in the mail? Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, I was impressed that uh, you mimic the what is it like 1990 or 91 top style? Yeah, it's got all the it's got all the templates. So you just fill in the back and the info on the back and the uh, stuff on the front. So for instance, for the the Matt Cain one, I put his position in his penis gourmand. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you noticed that. Of course, that and his team name fun. his team name was the uh, the giant dongs. Yeah, I uh, that that's the only thing that pushed it uh, pushed it over the edge from uh, mildly amusing to uh, retweetable. Yeah, clearly. Penis gourmand. <laughs> uh, I'm less impressed knowing now that it was just a template and all you did was type in some words. Exactly, yeah, that's, that's all I and did. You already, and you already had the uh, MS Paint work that you did of him chowing down on a uh, delicious uh, tube steak. Right, I just recycled my past artwork. Yeah, cut and paste, and then you typed in some words. Yeah, I have had some big some big posts, you know, up in the thousands, thousands, thousands of views, which is way up from the like the 12 views that I used to get. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's way more people that are going to click on this link and listen to this podcast. Yeah, I know. I just checked uh, Alexa ratings, and it looks like we're a little bit ahead of Yaroslav's wrestling blog. Uh, well, wait till the uh, NCAA tournament rolls around, and I get uh, another twenty thousand hits. Yeah, true. Twenty. We're still firmly in the. Uh, we're we're like in the. I think we're number three in the Padres blogosphere right now. That's not bad. Three. Yeah, but I did interview a congressman, so that was exciting. Da- Daniel Isa. No, he he apparently is not a baseball fan. I I tried to get him. Uh-huh. Tried and failed. Shut down. By, I think he's a Dod. I think he's actually a Dodgers fan. Shot down by the um, what is some some twenty uh, two year old legal aide. Yeah, some staff assistant. Staffer, some hill staffer that just just yeah. answers the phone. Just goes like some zero. Oh uh, no, yeah, sorry, I can't give out his email address, but uh, you know if you can figure out uh, you know his first name and his last name and uh, you know the uh, suffix. Uh, there you go. Can't can't give you know. <laughs> yeah, all right. What else? <laughs> they head out to Tortilla Coast for a stupid happy hour. Is that where they go? Yeah, that's where they go. I hate those staff. I hate the hill. I'm looking at it right now and I'm just seething with anger. <laughs> stupid asshole offices. And then they spend money, they spend our money, our tax dollars, on making their door entrance nicer because they all have, the, like, a hallway of the same offices. But if you go by, like, Carrie's old office, it was, like, uh, like just spent, like, a ton of money making it this, like, impressive, like, archway. Thanks. Uh, yeah, I know. They all hide it. Uh, it's, like, architect of the capital that has to spend all the money on it. Yeah. Improving the dumb office. Yeah. Going through all that. Buy them all new furniture. They should, we, they should all be tucked out on their asses, if you ask me. Agreed. Stupid Congress and their stupid staffers. 
so Gwintelligence, uh, chugging up the ranks of the Padres bloggers here. Yeah, I'll have a big spring training meetup, which uh, you know uh, Jason Lax will be at. So it'll be very exciting. Where do the uh, the pods do their spring training? Peoria, Arizona. Oh, they're in the Cactus League. Yeah, they're in the Cactus League. How far uh, was that? A couple hour plane ride. Uh, yeah, like forty five minutes. So just a little up and down, huh? Yeah. Why don't you drive? Of course, out? I'll be flying there. I'll be flying there like a boss. Right, because you have uh, fifteen credit cards that I'll give you points and miles. Yeah, exactly. Very nice. Uh, and then, uh, so yes, Quintelligence is going well, but you know it was about time we had another Pals podcast podcast. I think. I think so too. It has been quite a while. When was the last one? July. July. <laughs> yeah. Biannual Pals podcast coming at you. Yeah. Well, I mean, you've been pretty busy boning the ladies and yeah, so trolling the local bars. Knee deep in pink. Yeah. And of course, this new job with all these new responsibilities. You know, with great power yes. comes great responsibility. We all counting up, counting up all your money. Yeah, just counting the money takes a while. I've actually cut down a lot on the comic book, uh, just the, the just the hobby part of it. Well, I was going to segue into uh, into new new uh, entertainment shows, but uh, I wanted to know if you were watching Gotham. No, I'm not watching. I know Gotham. you're you're not generally on the DC side, yes. Yeah, also, Batman is an asshole. Fuck Batman. <laughs> the only thing worse than Batman is Superman, and Superman really sucks. Let me break it down for you. There's, like, there's Cyclops, who's the best X-Men. There's the rest of the X-Men. Then there's, like, you know, Captain America. Iron Man's kind of lame. I don't know. And then a bunch of other people, and then, like, Squirrel Girl or whatever. And then below that is fucking Batman and Superman. Okay, so you're not watching Gotham. No, I'm not watching that. I mean, you and JP should talk, because he also watches Arrow. Oh, I don't watch that. I only watch Gotham. Oh, okay. The discerning nerd. Yeah. <laughs> so what happened to Gotham? I did watch. I did watch Guardians of the Galaxy a few weeks ago, and I did not enjoy it very much. You didn't like any? You didn't like Guardians of the Galaxy? I mean, it was fine. I liked the the music in it, then, but the whole uh, I, I didn't care for the villain and the uh, the majority of the plot line. I don't really remember much of the plot. I just remember Star Lord just cooling out, being a boss, being all like half Han Solo, half Indiana Jones. Yeah, Star Star Lord's pretty cool, and like the, I guess the actual Guardians were okay, but the the story was pretty pretty lame. They didn't care at all about the boss fight at the end. No, that's what happens with big comic book movies. Is like you know uh, the best ones like develop some characters. There's a lot of humor in Guardians of the Galaxy, which I liked and appreciated. And then you get to the end. And then they, they, like the, the villain has this object, and he's like, uh, "This is a, some object that can destroy the the world or the universe or whatever." And I'm like, yeah. "You're the you're supposed to be the overlord of the universe. Like, why? What do you get from destroying it?" Right. I'm no, it, it makes no confused. sense. And then they have like a, a pew 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 battle where they just shoot like fake laser beams that are all animated, and you don't know whether one punch should kill the guy and like explode his head or just knock him back a few feet, and then he shakes his head a little bit and then goes back. It's like, like you can't tell what the stakes are. They're just going to fight, and then the good guys win. So who gives a shit? Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, I just didn't care. I mean, Star Lord's cool. Uh, maybe they'll make the next one better. Uh, it'll probably be the same. I mean, it's just like the Avengers. They fight Loki and all the, the aliens at the end. You know, New York is yeah. trash. That was kind well, of... Well, I, I, I didn't like it. I didn't like Thor or whatever. Yeah. I, I didn't like Iron Man. I didn't like any of them. And they just go like, pew, 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 pew. And then they throw his shield, and he shoots some arrows. And then you're like, well, then the good guys finally won. I mean, it's all... Yeah. Like it's, I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy was marginally... Was, was better than those other ones. Yeah. But that's because there's, there's a, their movie basically for children. Kind of like how Gotham is a TV show for children. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. 
Uh, I, I also blew off uh, Sons of Anarchy. I never watched the finale. Oh I didn't watch the last like three episodes of Sons of Anarchy. After watching it for six seasons, I just blew it off. I can't believe how bad that show got. And then I read some article where like the ratings were the highest for the, the whole channel. Yeah, of course. It's, it got so fucking bad. Like none of it made any sense. Like it's like he wrote it like uh, like he just took the pen and held it in his fist and was like, Jax, fight, kill this man. What's his name? Juice goes to jail, gets raped, and it, like that's the level of plotting that they did. Yeah, they're like, yeah, we've got to throw Marilyn Manson in here somewhere. <laughs> oh yeah, it's gonna be great. Fans are gonna love it. Marilyn Manson plays a uh, Aryan, the Brotherhood guy. Like, yeah. then the the uh, I don't even want to talk about it. It was so fucking shitty. Well, we can talk what's coming up soon because there's quite a bit coming up soon. Yeah. Do you want to justified starting soon? Do you want to know how the whole thing got? Spo- Do you want to spoil the ending though? Uh, Blair watched it. I, I heard the ending. So Jax is like, well, looks like I've spent the last seven seasons fucking everything up. Time for me to go run into a truck <laughs> Yeah, kill myself. <laughs> so dumb. It's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. I know. Well, they had to keep the Hamlet, right? That's not what Hamlet does. <laughs> There's nothing at all well, about Hamlet. Actually, I don't know what Hamlet does. <laughs> Hamlet has a... As we've discussed, I'm not up on my Shakespeare. So the whole point of Hamlet, he's got this foil in Laertes, and him and Laertes are like these mortal enemies... And then in the end, they like find mutual respect, but at that point, they've all been poisoned, so they both die, and it's like a poignant, tragic moment. And then the Norwegian guy shows up, and he's like, all these people are fucking dead. All right, well, that's too bad in the end. That's fucking Hamlet. Yeah. They don't, there's no Aryan Brotherhood. There's no prison rape. There's no, there's no random, um, what's his name? Uh, who's, the, uh, who's the guy that was on like uh, Law & Order that just shows up? The Mexican guy? Who's always like, uh, dates Gemma, uh, he's like, hey, mama. Yeah, oh, I forget his name. I forget his name. <laughs> he's always calling her mama and then says like, oh, me, mono. <laughs> I, I put I put Sons of Anarchy so far out of my, my memory at this point. I got to get some of my guys, you know, Jax? Jimmy Smith. Jimmy Smith, yeah. And then yeah. There's, Jimmy, there's no Jimmy Smith's character in Hamlet. Just, yeah, fuck that show. I'm done with it. Yeah. What else besides Gotham are you excited about? Uh, well, I'm not actually excited for Gotham. It's kind of a chore to watch every week, but uh, I did very much enjoy the first Always Sunny episode. Oh, this week. Boggs? I would argue it's the best baseball-themed episode ever of any show. Yeah, I was I was huge. It's better than the Simpsons uh, softball one. Oh, yeah. I completely lost it when, when Charlie hallucinates Wade Boggs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, no, I didn't do this to be fun. You're right. It's all about winning. Now crush 15 more beers, you pussy. <laughs> <laughs> And that's really Wade Boggs. They're like making fun of Wade Boggs the whole thing, and then the, the human himself shows up. In, in a, <laughs> like Dennis is great. Everyone's great in it. <laughs> Dennis. Dennis is down in the cargo hold. He's like, I'm not going to do anything with my lips. Though. Yeah, no, nothing, nothing with my lips. And then they land in North Dakota, and he's like, yep, blew that one. Anyway, I'm out. <laughs> I'm not dealing with this anymore. <laughs> How's uh, I did also like how they uh, no no visible panty line, which gives me an additional five seconds to easily slide in before she realizes I'm not the answer to her problems. <laughs> yeah, that's great. It's just like just full blown, just horrible rapist now. Um, I did like how that chick he did end up banging uh, was from uh, Southern California though. The Salton well, Sea. Well, yeah, kind of. I mean, yes. How far away is the Salton Sea from you? If you wanted to drive out to the Salton Sea. It's like two and a half hours. I've, I've actually had it as a goal to go out there sometimes. Practically in your backyard. Basically. You should go out there. Yeah, I want to. I really want to. Yeah. 
Why don't you come out here, Spay? We'll do a, a nice little adventure. And we'll drive out to a desert in an abandoned town by a place that used to have a salt lake by it. Yeah, that smells and is full of dead fish. <laughs> Maybe you'll, if you're lucky, you'll be there during one of the mass fish die-offs. Um, yeah, that sounds really, uh, really enticing, but uh, I'm going to have to give it a... All right. Uh, yeah, great episode of Always Sunny. Yeah. Do you agree? I can't think of a better baseball-themed episode, though. Uh, like of all TV, huh? Yeah, of all TV. I can't think of a better one. Uh, like the highlight. I mean, most, most baseball nerds usually default, I think, to the talking softball episode right. of Simpsons. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, which is a good episode. You know, classic Simpsons. Yeah. But. Well, I think it just goes to just part of the whole uh, Always Sunny being, like, vastly underrated as part of the uh, comedic landscape. Yeah, I agree. Very few shows have been consistent along. Like, Simpsons had already taken a nosedive by, like, season 10. Yeah, even Archer gets more attention than... Uh, yeah, Archer gets people slobbering all over it, and Archer's fine, but it's not any better than... Okay, I don't laugh out loud at it, though. Just, I rarely... Think. Yeah, I mean, C-Lab was just as good, and no one ever remembers uh, C-Lab 2020, but... Yeah, exactly. C-Lab was awesome. Yeah, and same with Aqua Teen. Like, no one talks about that, but that had some great episodes, but everyone just boners it up for Archer, I guess, because he, like, drives a car and, like, has a gun. I don't know. Yeah, and he does interviews with bloggers. <laughs> and, and he, that's the big thing. Flutters up. Aisha Tyler goes on like podcasts and blogs. H. John Benjamin does the same. Like that's why they like. That's why they like Archer. Yeah, I guess so. Pam Poovey's actress or whatever is always on it, social media. Right, right, right. All you got to do is kiss up to. I mean, I'm, as a blogger now, I know all you have to do is kiss up to a blogger a little bit, and they'll give you throw you some extra coverage. What if like the Dodgers started being like, let's try to win these guys over, and they started giving you like all access to stuff and like basically. I've said many times on our podcast, which of course I'm sure you've been listening to, that I'm I'm very much for sale. <laughs> well, you would change change the whole team allegiances. Of course, you would be a Doyers fan. Yeah, throw me enough, throw me enough uh, bennies, and I'll do anything. If they just gave you like a, a couple passes to the president's box, or the owner's box. I don't know if that's enough because I get those anyways from uh, from Jason. Oh, yeah, all right. <laughs> I thought you were going to say from, like, the Padres. I'm like, no way. They're not that shitty, are they? <laughs> no, the Padres hate me. They, they, don't, they, didn't, they won't even invite me to uh, – they have, like, a social media summit last year where they invited all of the bloggers, and they purposely didn't invite me. I'm sure there were other bloggers that sucked out there that didn't get the invite. Not with my traffic in Alexa ratings, Bay. You sure about that? I'm certain of it. Do you think it's they hate you, or do you think it's the fact that you called yourself Padres? Uh, we talked about it on this. Well, that's part of it. But uh, We talked about it on this podcast, but there was an incident last year where I publicized that Rick Sutcliffe was really drunk at a baseball game when he was the guest of a the, the uh, team president. Mm-hmm. And that was, and then their, their chief marketing officer got in a, a tiff with me, and since then I, I haven't been invited to anything. Well, if you've got the attention of their CMO, I guess you probably are. And then I published another post that became – uh, a front page article on the union, the, the local paper of record. Yeah, front page, or are you sure it was like the front page of this? No, this was front page. Ah, about the uh, they they had um, mislabeled beer prices, and they cut the size of the beers without changing the signage. Mm. And then you uh, and you exposed them as the Padre. Exposed that, yes. I bet if you except except in the Union Tribune, they couldn't give me credit because they weren't allowed to print Jagoff. So they said a local baseball blog. <laughs> if only you had taken my advice and spelled it J J A G O V like a normal person would spell Jagoff. It would probably slip through all those keen editor eyes. 
I know. Well, then I could at least say it's Russian. It's pronounced Yagov. Yeah, exactly, like Yaroslav's wrestling blog. Yeah, but there was a big article this week about the use of the word Jagoff. It seems that it's gaining into the public lexicon. Wait, a big article where? Chicago Reader is like Dan Savage's brother or something. <laughs> yeah. But they say it's like a regional term and that saying that it's um, like an unmentionable word is it's, apparently it's unfair to people from Pittsburgh and Chicago oh, who use it. Because they walk around going like, yeah, why don't you take a picture, you Jagoff? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why you got to spell it Jagoff and not Jack Off. But, you know, live and learn. Uh, any other shows you're excited about uh, catching up on? Um, I did watch. Uh, I, I don't think you ever got into the Killing. I watched the Netflix Killing uh, season four. Fuck no, fuck that show. It was really good. Sure. Uh, are you watching any of the Netflix shows? Are you watching Marco Polo or? Uh... Nah, I watched the first season of uh, Orange Is the New Black. They... Yeah, I never got into it. Well, they... Ogle kept recommending it, and it's like a trendy thing to talk it. about because it's all about like lesbians, but. I don't know. I, I was pulled into the first season because the like the first scene is uh, the chick from the '70s show showing her boobs. Right. Yeah, and I saw that, and then it was all downhill from there. Well, I watched the first episode. I'm like, okay, her boobs and this new chick's boobs. And I was like, all right, you know, this could be a show with yeah. some boobs, and uh, you know, I don't care if they want to then be you know all uh, alternative and edgy and whatever, and you know, show lesbians at a different from a different perspective. I'm into that. Um, there wasn't enough uh, laughs for me to subscribe to Netflix to watch the second season. Yeah, I, I, I just didn't I, – I, I don't care. Yeah. And I felt like it was another thing – you know how Ogle gets pushy sometimes with shows? Like he'll be like, King, you got to watch Party Down. we got to watch Party Down. Yeah, well, he's uh, right on Party Down. Maybe he's right on that, but, you get, you know, he gets very pushy. It's like when we would be at his house and we'd want him to just play rock band and he'd be like, hey, i got to put on this Ricky Gervais stand-up special. We all need to watch it for the fifth time. Oh, yeah. He, he would uh, – yeah, a little bit with the, with the TV and when he had stick control sometimes it would just be like, uh, Louis C.K. again. All right. I mean, it's not bad. It's just I've seen it before. Right. Or yeah, we throw on Wet Hot American Summer. But he would or also, if I wanted to, if I wanted to see it, I would have asked you if we could put it on. <laughs> he would also do that a couple times, and then just like conk out and start snoring, and then you could. That happened every time. <laughs> like, all right, back to whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I can't think of anything else. I'm really. Ex- I mean, ju- the, the normal shows. I mean, Justified. Uh, oh yeah. I can't, there's nothing really new. Is there? Uh, I mean, Game of Thrones, obviously. I mean, yeah, Game of Trombones. Broad City and um, Kroll Show. I like uh, pretty pumped. But Kroll Show's done. This is the last season, right? Right, yeah. But that's coming back on, and Broad City was worth uh, was worth DVRing. I mean, they canceled Key and Peele, right? Did they? So, like, yeah. I don't, I don't know what's left. South Park finished? No, nah, they've still got South Park. Oh, they're still doing it? Still doing South Park. Uh, this is a pretty strong lineup right now. It's all new stuff, though. Like, I mean, old stuff. Like, I can't think of any new shows on the horizon that I'm really that excited for. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's just the hype. We'll have to see when they come out. I mean, Nathan for You is probably one of the best shows in the last, like, Clearly. 15 yeah. years. Um, yeah. But uh, nothing nothing huge. I mean, the last season of uh, Mad Men, which I know you don't like. I watch it. Yeah. I don't love it. I wish that show was on... Uh, had oh, Better Call Saul. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When does that premiere? February 3rd or 7th or something. Oh, yeah. That'll be good, because it also brings back Mike, who is the best. 
Yes, yes. The previews have been great, and I assume they'll bring back Bill Burr and uh, the black guy. Oh, Huel. <laughs> Hugh. Huel, yeah. Who, who, as far as all the, the, the viewers think, is still in that room because he was told never to leave, and then the guy that told him never to leave, spoiler alert, is not dead. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, I think that's the only new show I'm really excited for, and that also could wind up being a dud. I don't know. What, Better Call Saul? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it could be. The, I mean, the tough thing with that show is the expectations now are so high that it's it's going to be tough to match. Well, I mean, if you watch the trailer, like, it could just be the pilot that they're showing. But, I mean, they've got him working as, like, a public defender. Like, it's far away from where he becomes the Saul we all know and love. So it's kind of in question on whether they're going to make that, you know, normal courtroom-type drama, like, um, enter- entertaining enough to really be that excited for. I mean, people are going to... People are going to suck on the peen of Vince Gilligan the whole time, and you know Dusty Rolls is going to be talking about how it's the best show on TV. And they'll come up with some dumb conspiracy theory because he's an idiot. Yeah, God, he's the worst. I can't believe he's employed still. He's <laughs> so dumb. And then he always comments on like his own previous post. Like every time something comes up, and it's like, as we previously explored, there's a current, there's definitely a connection between this season of Mad Men and yeah. other. Like, what are you talking about? No, you just spouted off some dumb bullshit. Now you're repeating it again. That's why I have to click off and be like, God damn it, Warming Glow sucks sometimes. Have you been trolling him lately? No, I don't post on there anymore. It's a waste of time. I barely read it anymore, actually. Yeah. Oh, Downtown Alley is back on. That's a big... That's oh, a big good. News. Hooray. It's great news. You know, JP actually called me out on it. I was uh, talking to him and uh, his fiance. And he's like, you clearly only do this now, only watch this so you can chat up chicks that watch the show. Because it's like... Fan base is probably like eighty five percent women in the U. Yeah, is that working out? Is that getting you all kinds of sliz? Uh, I didn't. I didn't consciously sitting at the bar at Celtic House, and you're like, "Hey, have you been following whoever stupid aristocrat guy?" Y'all want to come back and uh, why have a downtown Abbey viewing party at my junior executive? <laughs> you can check out the. I don't Earth. like to brag, but I'm about to get a new couch. <laughs> I want to. I don't want to make too big a deal of this, but uh, I'm going to Value City and uh, I'm getting a five hundred dollar couch this time. <laughs> It converts into a bed, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Talking about boning. Yeah, no, it's, uh, I mean, it didn't consciously do it. Like, the first season was, you know, entertaining enough, um, and then it went downhill from there. But uh, I keep it up now just because uh, it is it is worth to have that in the back pocket. You just whip that out every now and then and be like, oh, y'all talking about the Earl of Grantham? <laughs> <laughs> Let me get down on some- Let me tell you about the Earl of Grantham. <laughs> Dowager Countess? Yeah, I'm all about her shit. She's got great lines. <laughs> icy commentary. Just making fun of all the proles. Just cutting down the common people. <laughs> well, I think we've... Maybe we should do another plop to uh, review Better Call Saul when that comes out. Yeah, we should uh, We should check that up again. Oh, you should watch... Yeah. Uh, I have this written down, so I should mention it. But you should watch Fury. Fury, yes. I've heard it's very bloody. Yeah, the ending is a little absurd. Like they make some choices, and I don't want to give it away, but you're like, like, come on, no, like there's no, there's no point for this. But it kind of, it's kind of like a, I don't want to say this to turn you off on it, but it's kind of like a comic booky plot, and that it's like characters are pretty well defined, but they all have like, like outsized uh, characteristics, you know, like identifiable. Yeah. I'm like, oh, he's the guy that does this, and he's the guy that's like that, and then you put him in these weird, you know, situations, and then, uh, but there is like some really good violence, like A plus level. I'll watch. I, I do want to see it. I've got a long line of the Oscar nomination. Uh, you know, I've got some pre, some, uh, some uh, screening to do. What uh, do you try to evaluate? Do you try to watch all the nominated episodes like one of those losers? Mm, I always try to, but then I'm gonna hit a. I'll hit a. Oh, oh. 
I'll, I'll hit a wall when I get to like this the boring Stephen Hawking movie or oh Boyhood. Basically, I want to watch. Bo- well, no, I'll watch Boyhood. Uh, I haven't seen that. Is it good? I don't know. What do you think? Uh, I watched American Sniper. That was pretty good. Oh, how was uh, how was Bradley's Cooper? It's good. It's entertaining. You should probably watch it. All right, I'll check it. Uh, Are you disappointed? God, that I'm, I'm waiting to see Nightcrawler. Actually, that's the one I really want to see. Oh, I'll watch that. Were you disappointed yes. that there weren't more uh, people of color nominated this year? What more do they want? S- stupid Selma got nominated for uh, Best Picture. I don't know. I don't know why anybody gives a shit. They're always like, oh, the whole thing's controlled by stupid white men. It's like, here, the audience is like 85% women or whatever it is. Yeah. All you got to do is not richer, watch it. Richer than everyone. Yeah. All you got to do is like do something else and like not support it, and there you go. Like you're the whole yeah. audience. Like you get to decide. It's the worst. Our society is the worst. You know, just like complaining, and then everyone's like, "Well, I'm, I'm against uh, black people not being recognized." Yeah, everybody <laughs> is. Yeah. Uh, let's see what we got here. Uh, Selma. I'm not going to watch that. I mean, that's one of the eight. I heard that was actually uh, Vince, Vince Mancini gave it a good review. I might check it. Yeah, I saw him do that. I just, I, I'm not going to get motivated enough to ever watch well, it. Well, Keen, you're part of the problem. Not when I can watch. You know, uh, Birdman. I want to see uh, Birdman. Yeah, I've got Birdman. I'll probably evaluate that this weekend. So you like the American Snipper Riffle? Uh, Birdman, Boyhood. What else are on there? Oh, Grand Budapest Hotel. Did you see that? No, I have that. Um, I have no idea what it's about. It's good. You got to watch the whole movie. I saw it. Uh, I give it a it's definitely a passing grade. A lot of it is fucking Wes Anderson like playing with his diorama and like making. Is it better than? Um... Like, I, I remember I paid to see, like, Darjeeling Limited in the theater. Uh, I would assume it's better. I never saw Darjeeling. I didn't see the last um, one with Bruce Willis either. I saw that one. It was okay. It's got, um, it's still, like, R-rated, and, like, it earns that R-rating, so. Oh, why? Is there nudity? There's a little bit, but it's more, like, just, like, uh, like offensive. Oh, okay, I like that. Yeah, like, you'd, you'd think it's just, like, oh, like, all the old people, have, you know, will like it, and it's all... Uh, you know, for the upper crust and the hipster stuff, but then there's some shit in there that's kind of like, oh no, we'll throw some curveballs at you. So, it was, so, so, will I be bored, or should I actually be looking forward to watching it? I would look forward to watch it, and it's not that long either. Okay, it, it does like the. What's it about? It's like something marginally to do with World War II or something. Yeah, I mean everything's like fake and made up, so that does kind of get annoying, and some of the the sets are a little too like precise, I guess. Wes Anderson. Yeah, exactly. But it's supposed. It basically takes place during World War One, and uh, this guy is like a bellboy at like a really nice hotel in what's supposed to be like Vienna or something. Yeah. And uh, and it's uh, it's basically him, and then Ralph Fiennes is his boss. And they're both, uh, and he's like a really interesting character, and he, uh, yeah, that's it. That sounds pretty good, All right, I'll watch that yeah. this weekend. I mean, I have that ready to, to evaluate, of course. Very good. Uh, the Stephen Hawking movie? No, pass on that. No, pass on that. There's the, the Enigma gay g- code-breaking guy, <laughs> the imi- right? The imitation game? Yeah, imitation game. I don't know if it was the connection, but it sounded like you just said the Enigma gay? <laughs> I don't know. I, I like the code break in World War II. That's an interesting topic. Yeah, I'm just worried the gay part is going to... Um, they'll try to have too much social commentary. Yes, getting in the way of, like, cool World War II shit. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I have that. That's, you know, I guess I'll watch it. Uh, Whiplash. I have no idea what that is. 
People keep saying it's good. It's about like a drum teacher. Oh, fuck that. I read the plot on Wikipedia. I remember this now. Yeah, the plot doesn't sound good, but people keep saying it's good. I mean, it's uh, Schillinger from Oz being a dick, so that's good. But Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, yeah. we'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll regroup. I assume after uh, Better Call Saul, it'll also be after the Oscars, so we can uh, we can recap. Gone Girl, was that good? Gone Girl's pretty good. I like Rosamund Pike. She's attractive. Who doesn't? Yeah. She's okay. It's not any real nudity, though. What? I'm out. Except for Ben Affleck. I'll have to put up a, a computer next to my TV and put porn. <laughs> uh, and then Fox Crasher. Fox. It didn't get nominated for Best Picture, though. That's true. It did get it nominated for Best Director. Yeah, I'll watch it. So is that going to be a drag? Do I need to prepare myself for a drag? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. It's a lot of just, like, slow talking. Okay. And it's weird. You don't really get... Um, I, I don't know. I guess it's a different kind of movie, but I kept, and obviously from my perspective, but I kept wanting him to be like the movie about like this guy Mark Schultz, like trying to win gold medals and like the team that he assembled and all these other wrestlers. It's like, yeah, not about Steve Carell being a total weirdo and talking slowly. Yeah, it was just Steve Carell slow talking like half the movie. But there were, I mean, it was still interesting. So I don't know. It, it, I give it like a, as far as entertainment, kind of like a B minus. As far as like it being an actual good movie, it's probably an A, A minus. Whatever. Need to wrap this up? Well, Spade, I think we've covered it all. <laughs> we've got an hour. Baby just woke up. Oh, Inherent Vice. I want to see that. Oh, I have that, too. Everyone keeps telling me it's terrible. Oh, well. I hear there's some good full frontal. Nice. <laughs> that would judge all my movies. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I got a, I got a song queued up, actually. Okay. So I, can, I can play this out. Well, that was a good, good plopcast. Yeah, another fun time with pals. Yeah. Don't forget, put in a good word with JP. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to miss the social event of the season. Yes, tell him I'm an exceptional gift giver. When is his wedding supposed to be? I don't know. I haven't got any save the dates or anything. Oh, okay. You could just be like uh, Weigel at Dan Walker's wedding and just call him and be like, uh, hey, can I come to your wedding and also bring a date? All right. Well, uh, that's what I'm relying on you for, Spay. All right. I'll, I'll do what I can. I'm, uh, I can't predict the mercurial machinations of JP Highland, but... We'll see. Okay. All right. Well, good, uh, good catching up. Yeah. Good job. Good job for pals. All right, pals. We'll see you after the Oscars for our big holiday uh, Oscar wrap-up show. Yeah. For our twos of listeners. Yeah. Stay tuned. Can't wait. All right. Uh, so long, pals. Bye, pals. Bye, pals.